fantasy booking at its finest. Neil and Sean go back in time and rewrite some of the biggest moments in wrestling history, from WWE to AEW and more. Join us on our journey as we repave the path of wrestling as we know it on this episode of From Corner to Corner. Welcome to the C2C Sportatorium. You're watching the Majestic Melee. Hey, 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 easy now. They're not watching anything. They're listening. Oh, well, that's true. But Sorry, we're gonna... I, I had my better uh, Vince McMahon in me there. <laughs> Listen, but we're going to tell such a vivid story right now. They're going to be able to picture it. Close your eyes. Picture. If you're Sit driving. <laughs> 1922. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. Okay. So here we are with our second fantasy pay-per-view. My goodness. We had such a good reaction to Starmageddon. We had to follow it up. We did. And what a better way to follow up Starmageddon than with the Majestic Melee. I mean, the, just the name alone sounds cool. It's, I mean, it's it's royalty. It definitely is. We have a jam-packed card tonight. Jam-packed! And if you're ready, we'll get started. Let's go to the ring! The following match is scheduled for one fall! One fall! And it is for the Prestige Championship! Yeah! Coming to the ring first, the challenger, Kenny Omega! And this is the cleaner Kenny Omega. This isn't the Triple H imposter. Okay? This is the cleaner. Or the eraser as I referred to him. You, did, you did refer to him as the eraser. A lot of, lot of drugs at that time. Listen, the eraser cleans things. It's it does. It works both ways. Yeah. And the champion coming to the ring. Viva la raza, Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> la, a cheat, a steal. What a better prestige champion. I mean, we could not, when we were booking this, and we put those, I mean, if you remember, it was a fatal four-way. Seth Rollins, Adam Cole, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Eddie Guerrero. It's a lot of jam-packed power. That's man. a lot of talent there. Yeah. And Eddie, we've talked multiple times about Eddie. It was, it, he was the undoubted choice to win this. Absolutely. So, a little background. Sean, why don't you give him some background on the Prestige, prestige title as the referee's checking checking uh, knee pads and boots, make sure there's no foreign objects. Well, we, we forgot to tell you the last time that the Prestige title is our secondary title, right? Mm -hmm. But it carries a little bit of power. Right. Well, a little, little bit. Yeah, a little bit of power. And what that basically is, is it gives him the opportunity to challenge and cash in for the world heavyweight title whenever he wants. Right. Think if the cash in the briefcase was a automatic world title shot at any point, this is a wearable cash in the briefcase. Okay? I don't, you know, trademark, I don't know who's listening, so I don't want to use actual <laughs> names. Right. So it's cash in the briefcase. Right. First of all, this is going to be a great match, right? Oh, 100%. I mean, let's be honest. I know that we have some listeners out there that think that I do nothing but crap all over AEW, okay? That's untrue. I crap on the hypocrisy that goes on between not only fans but also what the 
wrestlers and performers themselves think that they can get by with because when you look at it in a equal level playing field, a lot of times it's not fair. So that's the part that that really, really irks me. But all that aside, nobody can deny that Kenny Omega is not one of the top talents in the world right now. Eddie Guerrero, when he was in his prime, one of the top talents in the world. These two guys can absolutely go. This match, Uncle Dave and his ridiculous star scales would have to give this a five-star because these two guys, like I said, are it is a main event quality match that is opening the Majestic Melee. And it's a dream match. Dream match. That... God rest his soul. If Eddie hadn't disappeared, we may have got this match at some point. Maybe. So, so, so let's how, talk about it. Let's talk about how's the match paying out. I mean, it's going to be a back and forth match. They're both going to get in offense. It's going to be lots of false finishes. Ultimately, though, I think he's going to lie, cheat, and steal his way to a victory. He's probably going to use some underhanded tactics. You know, he might even retain by disqualification. Fake the chair shot, get disqualified, maybe. But I think this time around, he's going to do something dastardly with the uh, ref's back turn, maybe maybe a low blow, going to get the cleaner set up for the five stars. It's not the five-star frog splash. I better not call it that. That belongs to Rob Van Dam. <laughs> We're going to call it the Eddie Guerrero Frog Splash. The best Frog Splash in the history of Frog Splashes. Eddie Guerrero with the Frog Splash. One, two, three. And your winner of this match, Eddie Guerrero and still the Prestige Champion. Eddie Guerrero still Prestige Champion. But what a banger of a match to start out. Definitely. I mean, it's good. Uh-huh. For sure. I mean... What do we always say about the first match? If you can't main event it, you want to be first. Right. Because it sets the tone for the rest of the pay-per-view. Right. Absolutely. And, Sean, how do we follow that matchup? What a instant classic. People are going to be talking all over the Twitter machine for weeks about how great that match was. Absolutely. So, without further ado, let's go to the ring and talk about match number two. Sean Finkel... It's over to you, buddy. The following contest is scheduled for one fall. One fall. And it is for the FC2C six-man tag championships. Coming to the ring first, the challengers, the Freebirds. Badstreet Atlanta GA. And we're not talking about any version of the Freebirds. We're talking about Michael P.S. Hayes. Did I ever tell you what the P.S. stands for? Purely sexy. Jimmy Jam Garvin, and Terry Bam Bam Gordy. And coming to the ring, the champions, the New Day. It's a new day. Yes, it is. That's a great trombone, okay? <laughs> you would make Xavier Woods extremely happy with that t- trombone rendition. So we're going to have... Two of the greatest trios in pro wrestling history. 
when if we did a Mount Rushmore of trios, just of trios, I'm going to guess these two would be near the top. Yeah. They would have to be. So, if you remember, at Stormageddon, I don't know why I did that. I'm sorry. You tried your own trombone now. <laughs> I did. I, like a stone cold thing going on. Right. The New Day beat the Horsemen. I mean, that, that hurt my soul. Right. Okay. But then right after the match. The Freebirds. The Freebirds came in and attacked them. They did. Basically set up the feud. The feud. Right. So, we have the they New Day. They were mad because they were not given the opportunity to be the first six tag, or first six-man tag champs. 100%. Because they are the fabulous Freebirds. Right. They are from Bad Street. Atlanta, GA. Right. All right. They went wild in Texas chasing the Von Ericks all over the place. Okay. They are six-man tag wrestling. And the fact that they were left out of the six-man tag championship, the inaugural, the chance to be the very first six-man tag champion, was so appalling that they had to find their way into the match. Yeah. And they knew if they attacked them, they would get there. And it worked. It did. Because VKP saw it and he was like, that's some good stuff. Let's book the match now. Well, speaking of the match, let's go to the match. I think this is going to be pretty typical. I mean, they have they have such differing styles. You look at Kofi and Xavier, they're more high flyers. Uh, the Freebirds don't necessarily have a high flyer. I would look at strength. In terms of strength, I think Big E and Bam Bam Gordy both have the same amount of strength. So it comes down to can the Freebirds basically, to use a UFC term, can they ground and pound the, the New Day, uh, cut down on the hot tags, and do all the, uh, do all the things that they need to do to secure the victory? But I tend to think that as the New Day is building that momentum, they've made the hot tag to the Big E. They've brought in Big E. He's getting ready to hit the big ending on Jimmy Jam Garvin. What are they going to do? What are the Freebirds going to do? They're going to cheat. They're going to cheat. Michael P.S.A. slides into the ring, chair shot to the abdomen, gets disqualified. So the winner by disqualification is going to be New Day Rocks. New Day Rocks. But at the next pay-per-view, you know what this has to set up, right? Oh, it's going to have to be a no-holds-barred match or some sort of a gimmick match. Or how about an Atlanta street fight? All right. So, at the next pay-per-view, to be determined, we get a rematch. Atlanta street fight. The champs. The New Day. The Challengers, the Freebirds, winner takes off. VKP just came out and went ahead and announced that after this match, going, we're not having this on my show. This is what we're doing. Next pay-per-view, Atlanta Street Fight, we're going to settle this once and for all. VKP come marching down to the ring, okay? He was going to slide in, restart the match. Remember last time he did that, he blew out both quads, okay? He wasn't going to do that. Best lesson's a bolt lesson, so he just stood on the outside with the with the microphone. 
in total. Hey, next pay-per-view, you two teams, because it's six, back in the ring. Do this again. Atlanta street fight style. I like it. So what do you think about the card right now, Sean? We're two matches deep. I mean, we've had a lot of action so far. We've action-packed to the max. And we like our pay-per-views with action. I mean, if you're going to have a pay-per-view, what's the point of having it if there's no action? Absolutely. 100%. And I think this next match is going to be lit as well. Oh, he's using a drippy word. (laughs) Like the kids use. Lit. That doesn't stand for Long Island Iced Tea. (laughs) It stands for fire. Speaking of fire, let's send it down to Sean Finkel. The following match is scheduled for one fall. One fall. Coming to the ring first. Dusty Rhodes. About to be some hard times, baby. Hard times. So, Dusty Rhodes? Dusty Rhodes. Wait, but who's Dusty going to face? Cue the music. That's not static. That's fans cheering. <laughs> and remember, these are wrestlers in their prime. So prime. we're getting prime time. Dusty versus Rick. They're rekindling the feud. The flame has been lit. <laughs> See what I did there? I do. So the flame has been lit on maybe the greatest rivalry of all time. Yeah. So how do you see this match playing out, Sean? Well, the greatest thing about this rivalry during the entire time that they had it was that you always had the baby face Dusty Rhodes chasing after Ric Flair. You did. And what always happened whenever Dusty was getting ready to win? The Four Horsemen. The Four Horsemen always managed to show up and save Rick. Every time? Every time. To the point that they broke Dusty's leg one time. And I don't see how it can not happen again. I mean, they're not on the card. So, they had to have something to do. So, they're going to come down. And they're going to interfere in the match. And they're going to beat down Dusty again. And, and carry on the feud. I agree. I think... Of course, Dusty, he's getting the he's getting the job. And you know, you know how Dusty used to get whenever he was, you know, he'd bionic elbow, all right? Yeah. And he would he would be in he would be in the zone. He'd be jiving. Of course, a distraction. Maybe it was JJ. Maybe it was Arn jumping up on the ring apron. Dusty's gonna come over, try to chase them down. He's gonna get a chop block to the knee. Rick's gonna start working on the knee. Put him in the figure four. Of course, Dusty being Dusty, he's not tapping out, okay? But he's going to pass out from the bank. Yeah. And the referee is going to have to stop the match. Then afterwards, as you said, Arn and JJ are going to be joined by Tully and Barry. And they're going to just beat Dusty Rhodes till it doesn't look like he can take anymore. Yeah. And thus, the feud is off and running again. 
just like it was 30-plus years ago. Right. We're back in the saddle again. And this time, if you look, neither one of them are champions. Neither one of them have been in the title picture. So you are – they're jockeying for that position. They both want the chance, you know, maybe to be prestige champion, to be world champion. So Rick is not comfortable not having gold around him. 100%. Around. I mean, he had a show in WCW called A Flare for Gold. They had, they named a pay-per-view that. Yeah. Rick, Flair, and gold are synonymous with each other. Definitely. But now he's going to have to get Dusty out of his way. Got to get Dusty out of the way. Before he can chase that. Because Dusty is is and will forever be a fan favorite. Absolutely. So if you don't rid maybe your greatest foe, you can't move up that ladder. So they're both jockeying for the same position. 100%. 100%. A good match as always. Well, 100%. I mean... Look at the three matches that we've had. Yeah. They've all been bangers. I mean, Flair and Dusty's the third match on the card. Third match. Wow. So now we're ready for another one. Are we ready for another one already? We are. Ready already. Sure. Ready already. Ready already. Ready. Ready. Are you ready? No, there's not DX coming down. Sorry. That was that was fake. I was I, I shouldn't have hit the I shouldn't <laughs> hit the sound bite yet. <laughs> Let's go down to Sean Finkel, and he'll tell us what's up next. The following contest is scheduled for one fall. One fall. And it's for the C2C Tag Team Championships. Legion of Doom has come to the ring and is issuing an open challenge. Well, let me tell you something, Hawk. (laughs) Well, well. No, I missed it. It wasn't let me tell you something. It was, tell him, Hawk. Well. So, you know. that Nobody wants to fight for our titles, and we're willing to put them on the line for whoever comes down that ramp. And that was an awful LOD impersonation. It it was, but it worked. God rest their soul. It worked. It worked. Did it work, though? It did work. Did it? Okay. So, we had the LOD stay in the ring. I mean, the, 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 the roof of the Sportatorium... Literally is gone, okay? It is now a roofless arena, all right? Because their pop is so loud. We got the prime LOD pop. It's gone. So who's going to answer the call? Man, you think about it. There's lots of tag teams back there. There is. I mean, we have, I mean, we talked about Arn and Tully. Yeah. We talked about those Dudleys. Rock and Rolls back there. Maybe DX, they're back there. What about maybe Jeff Hardy could recruit maybe a family member to come back and join him? Maybe. Maybe Edge and Christian? No. Hit the music. You know who we are, but you don't know why we're here. And that's not Tony Montana. That is Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, the Outsiders. So LOD, their challenge has been 
issued. It has been answered. By the outsiders. By the outsiders. They want retribution and not the corny WWE faction that they tried to put down retribution. No, legitimate retribution. They feel like they were put in a match last pay-per-view against DX that they never should have had to fight. Right. They feel like they were wronged in that feud. Should have never even happened. They're all friends. So they're out to prove that that loss does not define them. And what a better way than stepping up to the plate to perhaps, depending on who you talk to, either myself or Sean, the greatest tag team in professional wrestling. Well, they're one and one A with the Dudleys. I mean, you, they're they're interchangeable, right? I understand both arguments, but anyways, for a different show. In the day, Legion of Doom was pretty much invincible. They were, but you know something, Legion of Doom were not very good at. What? I was waiting for you to say to answer my question because there was a question there. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know what they were not good at. They were not very good at wrestling. Oh. <laughs> That's true. They beat people up. Yeah. That's what they do. I mean, if you look in our they first pay-per-view. They were big, muscular men. Right. It was a sh- Chicago street fight. Right. They beat Ricky Morton from pillar to post. Okay? He's still bleeding. He's still bleeding. His blonde mullet is still red. All right? Robert Gibson had a mud hole stomped in him. Because that's what happens with the Rock and Roll Express. But LOD is the greatest fighting tag, te- tag team in the history of of pro wrestling. Yeah. But Kevin Ash and Scott Hall are pretty good wrestlers. Yeah. They can mix it up. I think they have the strength in terms of power, to compete with the Legion of Doom. Did we just get a false finish? So we had... Animal has Scott Hall up for the Doomsday device. Paul Ellering, in a act of betrayal, jumps on the ring apron and distracts the referee. Kevin Nash hits Hawk with a cattle prod, knocking him off the top rope. Comes in the ring, hits Animal with the big boot, power bombs, lays Scott Hall on top. One, two, three. The winner and new tag team champs, the Outsiders, now managed by Paul Ellering. Wow, our first title change. Pretty powerful. I was not expecting that. But it also keeps this feud going. It does. Because we're all about emotion, planting seeds, telling good stories. That's a good one right there. It is a good story. Definitely. So we have the Outsiders as the new FC2C Tag Team Champions of the World. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, The Outsiders! 
The following match is a 20-man over-the-top rope battle royal. The rules are simple. The man that outlasts the other competitors by not being eliminated over the top rope will be the winner of the Majestic Melee, will earn a future shot at the FC2C World Heavyweight Championship. Coming to the ring first, Seth freaking Rollins. Wow, what a way to start. Oh, look at that. Coming down the uh, rampway now is the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. Here comes Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Brock Lesnar? Oh my goodness. Here comes Heiner's white bread himself. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Brett, the Hitman Hart. Who's that dropping from the ceiling? It is Sting. Dong. Dong. This is going to take a while. Taker's coming out. So so we're just filling the time right now. Okay. Well, you know, so how about that weather? <laughs> it's nasty out today. It's nasty. It's so gross. <laughs> oh, Taker's still going to the ring. We're going to go ahead and go to the next one. Here comes five time, five time, five time, five time, five time. Booker T. Self high five. DDP. Here comes the Macho Man Randy Savage. Ultimate Warriors coming down. <laughs> it's the Enigma himself. Jeff Hardy. Is it like the energetic enigma? There's something kind of... He has a word in front of enigma. Yeah. Right. I like just saying enigma. That yeah. makes me sound smart. It does. It's one of those words. Apparently, I can't say it. Enigma. Yeah. All right. Now we have Randy Orton. And here comes the you suck, you suck, Kurt Angle. Yes, yes, yes. Daniel Bryan. Here comes AJ Styles. You know, he's he's phenomenal. He is phenomenal. Boom. Adam Cole, baby. And here comes the King of Kings, Triple H. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I got the look that drives the girls wild. John Michaels. Wait, wait. That's only that's only nineteen. Nineteen, but it's a twenty man battle royale. Who's twenty? Who's twenty? All the lights just went out. simple we have 20 men in the ring they all 
must be eliminated one by one over the top rope with their feet hitting the floor. The last man standing after 19 other men have been thrown over the top rope will be declared the winner and earn that future world title shot. Now, Sean, you and I have talked about this, and we decided that we're going to give you the person who's been eliminated, and we're going to tell you who's eliminating them. That's how we're going to do it. So the, the person being eliminated, 100% is random. It's on a random name picker. Yep. So first person eliminated in the Majestic Melee is DDP has been eliminated. We knew he wasn't going to last very long. <laughs> no. And actually, we're not even going to tell you who eliminated DDP because it could have been any of the other 19 guys. But for namesake, we'll say it was Brock Lesnar. The next person eliminated is, oh my goodness, in a shocker, it is Roman Reigns. Holy cow. The tribal chief was just eliminated. And Brock Lesnar eliminated him too. Brock Lesnar eliminated the tribal chief. My goodness. Brock is cleaning house. What? Roman goes out number two. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Oh, there's another elimination. Warrior is now gone. Can Brock Lesnar at this point be stopped? That's three straight eliminations. Crazy. Brock is out of control right now. Look at the look on his face. I mean, he's like a man possessed. He just flung Triple H out. What is this coming to? This man wants another title shot. If you remember, he lost the triple threat match to Hulk Hogan and Bret Hart. He is not messing around tonight. No, he wants that belt. Absolutely. He's ready to take people to Suplex City. He's cleaning people out. They're not even getting a chance to get moves in. He's throwing them out of the ring so fast. Bye-bye, Booker T. Brock with another elimination. My good. Can he be stopped at this point, Sean? I don't know. His record in the Royal Rumble was 13. How many can he throw out? Oh, there was. Kurt Angle just went. But it was AJ Styles that eliminated Kurt Angle. Brock must have had his bike turned. Man, so we have... I mean, we're already down six wrestlers. The names of the wrestlers already been thrown out. Roman Reigns, Booker T, DDP, The Ultimate Warrior, Kurt Angle, and the King of Kings, Triple H. Oh, no. Seth freaking Rollins over the top rope. Guess who eliminated him? Brock again. Brock Lesnar. Paul Heyman is chanting his advocate is going to the title match. His advocate's going to win. Jericho with the elimination of Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole's out. Done. Oh, wow. Adam Cole. Adam had held on pretty good there. He had. AJ Styles got a little cocky, turned his back. Brock dumped him. Brock dumps. AJ tried doing the Kofi Kingston staying in with his hands on the ground. Brock wasn't having none of that. No. Macho, in a crazy macho move, goes to the top rope to jump off, hitting his elbow. Undertaker grabs a hold of him, chokeslam, chokeslams Macho out of the majestic melee. Macho is gone. 
We've got a lot of star power left in this match. But we're whittling down. We are whittling down, man. It's funny, even though we're using a name generator, you could see this theoretically going this way. Right. I mean, oh, oh, geez, Daniel Bryan has just been eliminated. He got super kicked. Sweet chin music out of the ring. The yes movement has been eliminated. My goodness, man. He was one of my favorites. He had one of the, he had to be one of the favorites coming I out. thought he was going to win. Oh, there goes Jeff Hardy. Brock dumped him out. Bye, Jeff. You don't even get fanfare all that. You were in the match longer than I thought. <laughs> he laid in the corner underneath the ring. He did. He... Oh, oh. Oh, gosh. Brock Lesnar was just dumped out of the Majestic Melee. Who was it that eliminated Brock Lesnar? The Undertaker eliminated Brock Lesnar. There's a little bit of history there. There is. There is a little. I mean, man, I thought I thought the way Brock was cleaning house, he was going to be able to handle it and stay in there. I'm surprised right now. I am absolutely shocked. Standing in the middle of the ring, face to face, the dream match is happening. Sting, Taker. Are eyeballing each other right now. And if you remember, Taker had the pin over Sting at Starmageddon to give Team WWE the victory over Team WCW. Not so fast this time. Sting just earned his redemption and he dumped Taker out. Oh, man. That- look, 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 look. Woo! As Sting was celebrating, Taker reached over. Grabbed Sting from the floor, pulled him over, eliminating Sting as well. Both men are out of the match. This feud is headed for a future. I mean, it has to be. We are left with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Brett the Hitman Hart, Shawn Michaels, Randy Orton, Chris Jericho. We're in our final five. Who's Who's your pick so far? I think, I think you have to like Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho. They both have a lot of experience in history. Oh, 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 not to be cut you off. Bret Hart has just been eliminated. Chris Jericho just eliminated Bret Hart while you were talking about who your picks were in the final five. And we're down to four. Then there were four. Who would have ever thought that Ricky the Dragon Steamboat would have gotten here? When you talk about the number four, my hand cramps. <laughs> Unfortunately, there are no horsemen in there. Which I think is a, I mean, it's a terrible thing. Randy Orton thrown over the top rope. It was Ricky, the Dragon Steamboat. And then there was three. We've got Triple H, we got Jericho, and we got Steamboat. HBK. I'm sorry, HBK misspoke. So there were three left. We have HBK, Jericho, Steamboat. Who are you taking, man? I'm thinking it's coming. It's got to come down to HBK. And Jericho. HBK, in a surprise, superkick Chris Jericho out of there. Oh, my gosh. It's down to Steamboat and HBK. Steamboat and HBK. I mean, I mean, in itself, it's a slobber knocker. Right. They are 100% beating each other to death. Steamboat 
throw Shawn Michaels over the top rope. Shawn hangs on. He pulls over. Steamboat thinks he won. Oh, no. Shawn Michaels stops Steamboat. Shawn Michaels wins. Shawn Michaels wins. You think I'm cute. You know I'm sexy. I mean, in classic HBK style, he wins the first ever Majestic Melee, and he will challenge for the FC2C World Heavyweight Championship. I mean, if you're going to have a first-time match, doesn't the king of first-time matches have to win? I mean, he is Mr. WrestleMania. I mean, he's apparently Mr. Majestic Melee. (laughs) Forget WrestleMania. He's Mr. Majestic Melee. I mean, you're talking about the first guy that ever won from the number one slot. Mm -hmm. And then he comes out and avoids 19 other men on a random generator to win the Majestic Melee. It just shows you the greatness of Shawn Michaels. I mean, it's fate. It literally is fate. But what about Chris Jericho hanging in there as long as he did? I know. He, I, know. I mean, not only did he do the cold breaker to the forbidden door, breaking that joker in half as God is my witness, he was in the final three. Yeah. Wow. But let's talk about Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Right. He's got to be back in the hunt for that prestige title. After a performance like that and hanging in there with all that talent, yeah, he has to be. Has to be able to be given consideration for that. Man, I don't even know where we can go from here. Well, we do have one more match. We have one match left? The main event. Oh, my goodness. And since VKP spares no expense, we have brought in Lord Alfred Muncie to do the ring introduction. The following contest has been scheduled for one fall, and it is for the FC2C World Heavyweight Championship. Coming to the ring first, the challenger. Champion When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside you got- The Immortal Hulk Hogan What what you gonna do, brother? What's left of the roof? It's was, gone. Was just blown off. The walls just went down, and the walls come tumbling and grumbling down. They did not build the sportatorium very good. No, listen, VKP did not spend money on the sportatorium. Look at the roster that VKP's put together. You think I have time to make a structurally sound building? We're gonna have to borrow Jerry's world when we do the next pay per view. I mean, right now, all we have left. Are bleachers and a ring. There is no physical structure because the roof and the walls literally have been blown off. All right? Look at the star power in this match. I didn't think there was any way we could follow up the Majestic Melee. But 
coming with the world title match. Wow. And I mean, we have Hulk Hogan, who we talked had to be the first world champion. Right. I mean, if you're going to build a company, you got to strap the world title on the most important. Not only the most important, he was also number one on the FC2C top 50. Right. So if you're the number one, then you have to be the first champion. Have to be. I think it's an unwritten rule somewhere in VKP uh, bylaws. And and an interesting matchup that we have here. Very interesting. Hogan definitely has the the size stature over Punk, but the power. Punk Punk is that he's really good with the wrestling moves and stuff like that. Should be somewhat of an interesting match here. The question comes down to: Can Punk hit Hogan with the GTS? I'm going to think, no. I don't think Punk can lift him. But can he make him tap to his submission hole? That's very possible. But he's got to get him down first. Got to get him down. So He's going to use the kicks. He's going to use the speed. He's going to try to work on the knees. This match is going to start out. Hogan's going to be on top, right? I mean, he's coming out. In a blaze of glory. Well, if it's a Hogan match, it has to, right? Right. And then, at typical Hogan match, he misses something, something happens, Punk gets up, gets the upper hand. Right. And Punk beats him within an inch of his life. Hogan's all sweaty, all right? He's tried to hook up a time or two. Punk's actually cut the hook up yeah. out. Like, he, he has, and it's weird, Punk was getting the cheers. But as this match has gone on, you start to hear some booze creep in because Punk is beating down the real American. He's beating down Hulk Hogan. And he just tried to go to sleep and he couldn't pull it off. Fell down. One, two, false finish. Because Punk got Punk got that shoulder. Punk got the shoulder up. And he's like, all right, well, maybe I won't be able to try that again because, you know, he wasn't able to get him up. I mean, we're, we're forgetting prime Hulk Hogan. Near 300 pounds? Maybe a little over. And not like blobby 300 pounds. Right. Like ripped, cut, Greek god 300 pounds. Right. Not Dwayne Johnson, of course, but close. Yeah. Hogan is a massive man. So we got Punk. I mean, he's going to have to try it again, right? He's going to try it again. So he's, he's beating Hogan down, beating Hogan down, beating Hogan down. He's got him up. Oh, but he's hitting with to go to sleep. One, two, kick out, right? Here comes Hogan. He's got the, he's got the finger. Shaking the finger. He's got the finger. Shaking the finger. Oh, and he's no, doing he's... the head. He's doing the head as he walks around the ring. He's getting he's getting the Hulkamaniacs behind him. He's getting the Hulkamaniacs behind him. Hogan continues to hook up. Oh, Punk tries to throw a punch. Hogan blocks it. Punches back. Punk throws another one. Blocked. Punch. Are we about to see the end? I think we are. Hogan with the big boot. Off the rope. Leg drop. One, two, three, ah! And still your FC2C World Heavyweight Champion, the Immortal Hulk Hogan! I'm a real American. Wow. 
Why was his music just cut, John? His music's supposed to be... The confetti's still coming. Why is his music cut? I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks. The drives are cool. While I've got the mood. That really move I said chill. Up and down their spine. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy. Oh my God, it's Shawn Michaels! Shawn Michaels, who just won the Majestic Melee, has come down to the ring. He's not wasting any time. He is staring Hulk Hogan face-to-face. They're staring each other down. What's he What's he pointing at, Shawn? What's... He's pointing at the sign. Wrestle Madness. Oh my goodness, did we just get the main event for Wrestle Madness? I don't know, but wait a minute. Who's that? Viva la raza. Eddie Guerrero? The Prestige Champion has come down to the ring as well. He's brought VKP with him. He looks at VKP, hands the prestige title off, and gets in the ring and stares down Hogan and Sean. So we're going to have a triple threat match at Wrestle Madness for the FC2C World Heavyweight Championship. Hulk Hogan versus Shawn Michaels versus former prestige champion Eddie Guerrero. Because remember... To get that shot, he has to give up the prestige title. Which means that that will be defend or that will be decided at WrestleMania as well. My goodness, what a way to close out the majestic melee. We'll see you next time, folks. Stay safe, friends. That wraps up today's episode. We want to say thanks to all of our listeners. Without you, none of this is possible. If you haven't had a chance yet, please go out and leave us a five-star review on your favorite platform. Make sure to check us out on Facebook at From Corner to Corner, on Twitter at Corner to Corner PC, and on TikTok at From Corner to Corner. You can always reach us on Facebook or on email, Corner to Corner PC at gmail.com. We love you all, and we'll see you next time.